0: Log Talk Radio.
1: What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it.
2: Back
1: at it. Back at it.
2: Again.
1: I'm back at it again, man. Listen. We have quite a bit to discuss, man. Oh, terrible loss to the Chargers. We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about the Jets' upcoming game against the Raiders on Sunday night. Apologize to anyone who was trying to get on for the last show. Y'all know Blog Talk. Blog Talk is poop, man. (laughs) Big fail on Blog Talk, man. We'll be discussing that. Listen. 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number, call in, I am taking all callers again when you call in, be patient, lines are hot, we're going to get to everybody, trust, okay, but before, I'm so fired up, man, I cannot wait to have this discussion, let me get into the show, listen, I am the man of the people, I'm here for the people, let me show you promote my Facebook page, everyone go on Facebook, search the Long Beach Joe Show, like that page, my content's up there, go ahead and give it a listen, Message me, I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. Type in at the Long Beach Joe at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. All right? Follow your boy. I'll follow you right back. You know what I'm saying? Let's go back and forth and have that discussion. Talk to me. All right? Personal page is youngj000. Okay? I'm also on iTunes as well, for those of you that do not know. Okay. The show is, goes over to iTunes as a podcast, going over to iTunes, type in The Long Beach Joe Show, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. All right? Subscribe to the podcast there. Leave me a five-star rating, and uh, leave me some feedback, man. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing over here. It helps get the show out. So please do those things, all right? And I appreciate y'all for doing those. Everybody that leaves feedback over there and lets me know how you're feeling about the show. Uh, I appreciate all of y'all. please continue to do so uh if you haven't already, all right for those of you that may not know, okay, your boy is also live on YouTube, okay, Yes, I have a YouTube channel, you know we got we we go back and forth, we have a lot of fun. we do the show live on YouTube. Come on over to YouTube, type in long beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right, Subscribe to the channel when you do that. Hit that notification bell so when I post content you'll be in the know. Also, you know, hit that, hit that comment. Hit those comments. You know what I'm saying? Let me know that you're in the building. Let me know about what you think about what I'm doing here. But be careful, all right? Be careful when you come over here now because you're going to have to deal with some people when you check out the live show, all right? I got a lot of people that bump into it. They go, Joe, I didn't know that you was live. You go, yeah, I do. You know what I mean? Salute to all the ladies out there letting me know that, hey, Joe, you're handsome. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just working with what I got. But uh, when you come over here, trust and believe, you're going to deal with my chat, man. You're going to deal with some people in my chat. I call them the savages. You want to know why? Because they're savage. (laughs) Listen, man, they get after everybody, all right? They get after everybody. They don't give a crap who you are, okay? They don't care at all. They don't care who you are, where you're from. If they don't like your takes, if they're not feeling it, they're going to let you know they're not feeling it. All right? And that's that. They speak their minds, and I respect it. Okay? I respect it. So watch your step. Watch your step when you come over here. Okay? They're respectful, but don't get too, uh, don't get too comfortable. Okay? Because they'll get after you. Dakota, I see you in the building. Michael, I see you in the building. Salutes. All right? We're going to get to it also. savages in the chat. Look, drop your questions. I'll come to y'all as well. well. Between calls, we'll get to y'all questions and talk to y'all too. Keep in mind, I'm only one man, all right? So, But believe me, we'll come to y'all as well. They love having discussions in there. And I love discussing, um, you know, what's going on with y'all as well. So, salute to all the savages joining me. And, again, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Click all when you hit that notification bell. And give the uh, videos a thumbs up. And also share it across the social media with your friends and your family. All right? So, boy, oh, boy, do we have some things to get to. I'm going to make it as quick as possible because i got to get to these lines. Ted, I see you in the building. Salutes we will be coming to you. we got other callers as well on the line. Hold on. We'll get to everybody. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. The lines are hot. We will get to everybody. New callers, be patient. Okay? Don't call in and hang-up. We will get to you in a second, all right? I can see you, all right? Now, listen here. The New York Jets took a tough loss to the Chargers, as we know, 27-6, and it was brutal. It was brutal because the Jets' offense was awful, all right? It was bad, man. Stupid penalties, just crazy momentum-killing penalties. Zach Wilson running for his life most of the game, couldn't get anything done. Eight sacks. Eight sacks. He was sacked eight times (laughs) by the Chargers defense. Stripped sacks as well. Lost two fumbles. I mean, we saw some crazy nonsense. Billy Turner put it right tackle. Why, I have no clue. All right. Billy Turner was put at right tackle. He couldn't do a darn thing. I'm talking about a darn thing with Bosa or anybody else for that matter. Our offensive line just absolutely struggled. The right side was getting cooked, ate up. We also had turnovers as well. We saw Garrett Wilson have an early fumble. The offense was just stuttering and stamming. Couldn't get it done. We couldn't run the football effectively. Alan Lazard can't catch. <laughs> Alan Lazard can't not catch, okay? We're talking about him tonight as well. Not only that, but the penalties, like I said, were ridiculous okay, against the Chargers, ridiculous. Eight penalties on the day from the team costed us 40 yards. Let me tell you how the penalties killed us against the Chargers. On third and three, all right, the Jets were on the 32-yard line. Rucker gets a false start. Jeremy Rucker had a bunch of false starts, too. <laughs> Rucker gets a false start, and then Tomlinson gives up a sack, and the Jets end up having to punt from the 45, completely taken us out of field goal range or anything else. I mean – it was ridiculous. There was a big game that was called back in that game because of Lazard as well, penalty on him. Garrett Wilson had penalty, too. I think it was blocking the back. It was ridiculous. All of this going on, this Jets offense played like poop, poop. Could not get anything rolling, nothing going, nothing. And it was sad because the Jets defense played unbelievable, unbelievable. Got to Herbert five times. We saw them running all over the place. They were taking care of business. The way the Jets' defense played, if this offense had just been average, been able to put up something, the Jets take that game. Couldn't get it done. We also gave up a punt return as well early in the game for a touchdown. We stunk. We stunk. Could not get it done. So many times we absolutely caused our own issues in that game. Mind-blowing. Now, coming off that game, there's been a lot of heat going left and right to a lot of people, right? Ooh, it's been nasty. Okay? You got Chet's fans screaming. There's a section in his fan base that is screaming for Zach Wilson to be benched. Call for Sulla's head. I've seen that. People upset with Nathaniel Hackett and his game plans, his offensive play calling, is suspect. We'll be talking about that tonight, too. There's a lot of screaming and yelling about this offensive line. So many things going on, and that's when you start to look at where the Jets are going, right, with so much heat. all right, Everybody barreling down on the football team, the fan base, the media, mainstream, and beat writers just piling on, peppering down on the Jets with everything that they can muster. And now the New York Jets have to go up against the Las Vegas Raiders, a team that is actually – you know, on the other side of things, all right? They, they're trying to turn things around. They got rid of Josh McDaniels. <laughs> they're coming off of a big win against the Giants, and they are trying to turn their season around so that they can make things happen. And you're starting to see that they have some swagger, and they're putting things together. Listen here, this is going to be a big challenge for Robert Sulla. This upcoming game against the Raiders is going to be a big challenge for him, all right? It's going to be a big challenge because he's going to have to get this team focused, He's going to have to get this team focused and ready to go for a Raiders team that is absolutely going to go in there and give them every piece of the gas pedal that they can give them. The Raiders are going to come out playing like their hair is on fire. I'm telling you. This is going to be Sunday night. We're going to be in Vegas. All right? They're coming out playing for Antonio Pierce. They're willing to run through a wall for that man. Antonio Pierce is now their head coach. Yes, he used to play for the Giants. Linebacker, good player, also from Compton. Salutes to all of my uh, family and friends from Compton, okay? Everybody knows I grew up on the West Coast in Long Beach. Compton is right there, all right? Compton and Long Beach together. Now you know we in trouble. (laughs) That line is famous for a reason, all right? So he's out there leading these guys. Sella has to make sure that this Jets football team is completely mentally ready to move on from that Chargers loss, and focus on this Raiders team. Because if you don't, they're going to put it together. Also, can Robert Seller get this team prepared to swing West Coast and come out with some fire of their own? The New York Jets historically have issues swinging West Coast and getting it done. We know that, right? Whether it be coming off of a bye week or just regular games. We, we're Jets fans. We've seen this before, especially going out and playing the Raiders. The Jets won West Coast earlier this season, going out playing the the Broncos. Y'all saw how we looked in that game. We came out in the first half, looked slow, sloppy, lethargic. There were tons of mistakes, coaching mistakes, all kinds of things, right? All kinds of things going on there. Now, we were able to pull it together and get some things rolling. In the second half, we were able to pull some things out, and we did get a W there. But let me tell you something, against this Raiders football team, You come out slow and lethargic against them. You come out not ready to go, they'll blow the doors off of us. They'll blow the doors off of us. We'll be done. They'll blow us out. All right? So we've got to come out ready to go and fired up. That's going to be a big challenge because, again, for years, the Jets football team has not done that. Talking about the offense now. Listen, Zach Wilson is under fire, okay? He is under fire, baby. People want him gone. Whoa.
0: All
1: right, and we're going to be talking to everybody tonight. Again, 515-602-9639. I'm taking all calls. I want to hear everyone's perspective. That's what I do here. I want to hear you. Now, look, do I think that Zach Wilson is playing like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Hurts? No. (laughs) No. No, I don't. Okay. I don't think he's playing unbelievably amazing, but I also think that when you look at his play, which has been up and down, there's some things around him that are really bad that are hindering some of the things that he would be able to do. We know that Zach Wilson is not Aaron Rodgers. We know that, okay? If you didn't know that, surprise, surprise, he's not Aaron Rodgers, okay? And we knew that Zach was, still trying to find his way and come along. But here's the deal. This offensive line is horrific, okay, horrific. Everyone except for Makai Beckton is not playing good, not at all, all right? There's been so many injuries. Things are shaking up, right? We've lost ATV. We've had various other injuries that have impacted this line. This week we're going to be without Billy Turner, which, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing right? (laughs) with the way he's been playing. But he's got a finger injury. He's going to be having a surgery as well. I wish him a speedy recovery, and we'll see when he's going to be able to come back. Dwayne Brown is also still going to be out as well. So when you look at this offensive line, it's going to get shifted again. right? You're going to have Beckton still at left tackle, Tomlinson, Tittman at center. There's going to be an opening at right guard, though. We're going to see what happens and – Who's going to fill that out? Maybe it's uh, Chris Glazer, uh, the offensive lineman we have, the backup. Maybe he's the guy that they put there. We'll see. And then you're going to have Max Mitchell at right tackle, where he should have been the last game, okay? Now he's back at right tackle. The reason why this is important is because you're facing Max Crosby this week. Listen. If you thought what Bosa did was was just, oh, that's just kind of a one-off. It'll never happen to us again. Oh, no, it will because Max Crosby is a game wrecker. He's one of the guys around the league that I think doesn't get enough credit for the production that he has, right, because he's one of the guys, honestly, that's like one of the only guys on that team that can rush the passer to the level that he rushes the passer. This guy will destroy you if you don't get him blocked. I'm telling you, he'll decapitate Zach Wilson, and we will lose. If Max Crosby has a big game, it's going to be game over for us. All right? We have to find a way to get this this guy blocked, and we've been struggling to do so. Whether it be changing the game plan, Nathaniel Hackett, getting some tight ends in there to chip, I guarantee you they're going to move him around the line, right? And they're going to put him on that right side to test because that right side has been easily feastable. Right, We saw various other teams do the same thing ever since we've had these injuries. We saw the Chargers do that, load up on that right side, because uh, Billy Turner and Max Mitchell can't get it done over there. So this is going to be a big test, again, for our offensive line. Can you get Max Crosby blocked? If you can't, we're a done deal. We've got to stop the self-inflicted wounds, the stupid offensive penalties. They've got to end. If they don't, we're done. We are done. If we're ever going to be a good team in this league, an upper echelon team, you cannot give away penalty yards, easy yardage to other teams. You will get smoked. You will get smoked. You can't do that against bad teams. And Seller has got to get that in check. It's killed so many of our offensive drives. We saw it just in the last game. Brees Hall had a big breakout run. Next thing you know, flags up, blocking the back, illegal shifts. False starts, Jeremy Ruckert, false starts, killing us, putting us behind early in yardage. And for the love of all that is good, can we get back to running the football effectively? Yo, what happened to that? What happened to handing the ball to Brees Hall, giving him some type of hole that he can actually run through, and having him pick up yardage. What happened to our ground and pound identity? We're not running the football effectively. We haven't been running the football effectively in a couple weeks, right, which is hindering our offense. The Raiders at this current time, the Raiders' defense is 31st against the run, okay? I'm going to say it again. This Raiders' defense, okay, currently is 31st against the run. All right, If we can't run on the Raiders, my goodness, who can we run on? Alan Lazard, I'm calling your name, my boy. (laughs) I need to talk to you immediately. Here we go. Listen, you need to learn how to catch, brother. All right? I need to see you actually catch a football this upcoming week. And I've been talking about this guy for two weeks, okay, about two, almost three weeks. Just a little subtle question. Hey, why do you think that Alan Lazard hasn't had a big breakout game? Do you think this is the game where we'll see Alan Lazard kind of come around and have a big time impact? The Raiders, I'm pretty sure, are going to double Garrett Wilson and attempt to completely take him out of the game plan. Garrett Wilson is great, right? If Alan Lazard cannot find a way to get open, right, win his matchup and catch the football, we're gonna have we're gonna continue to have trouble. It's mind-blowing to me when I watch a guy that's like 6'4", 6'5", right, play like he's 5'1". He's not jumping up for football. So I'm watching him lean back and pray to God that the ball just falls into his chest instead of going up and attacking at the highest point. We're paying this guy like $10-plus plus million a year. We brought him into the building excited about what he could possibly bring to the Jets. I myself was excited because I said, hey, this guy – right this guy is going to give us what we were planning on getting from Corey davis a big body that can get down the field that can catch the ball that can go up and get it and all this guy has delivered is drops penalties and nonsense he's got to clean it up and if he doesn't clean it up maybe he finds himself on the bench for a little bit maybe we need to get guys like jason Brownlee and other guys that can go out there and get the job done Go out there and allow them to actually get it done. Competition in every position, that's what we preach. If you're not getting it done, what can we do with you? That little Zard has got to step up, man. What I saw from him the last game was ridiculous. Was ridiculous. He's hurting our offense. His drops, his drops in critical moments are killing us. Now this defense, and we'll get to the lines in just a second. Five one five, six zero two nine six three nine. He finished his point. The defense I'm not necessarily concerned about, right, going up and facing against this uh, Raiders offense. Again, I'm not disrespecting the Raiders. The Raiders are a good football team. The Raiders are a good football team. I am not disrespecting them. But our defense is, in my personal opinion, the best defense in the league. In my personal opinion. All right? We've got to get after O'Connell. It's a rookie. Make his, Make his night a living hell. Pass rusher after pass rusher after pass rusher, right? Bryce Huff, Jermaine Johnson, Quincy Williams on blitzes. Uh, Will McDonald is questionable at this point. We'll see if he's able to go. If he's not, Carl Lawson's got to be activated. Send him at him as well. We need to get after him at all costs. Bang him around and jack him up. Quentin Williams, let's get it. Quentin Jefferson, right? He's getting after it too. Let's get it. And a lot of people are starting to question Quentin Williams, which is blowing my mind. A lot of people are upset, talking about he doesn't have sack numbers and all that stuff. Listen, Quentin Williams is an interior defensive lineman, all right? He's not an edge rusher. That's not what he does. And simply because the sack numbers aren't there, that doesn't mean that he's not having an impact on the game, all right? Look at the way that teams are playing us. They're literally doubling, sometimes triple teaming this guy, opening up the edge, the edge pressure, For Jermaine Johnson and Huff, they're winning their matchup, their one-on-ones, and then getting straight to the QB. Never mind the fact that he's still having a gigantic impact in the running game. You're not running at Quentin Williams. You're not doing that at all. Even when they double him, he's still beating the double and blowing up the running game. So I don't know why people are questioning Quentin Williams and what he's doing out there on the field (laughs) because he's still getting it done in a big way. Trust. I'm a little concerned about Devontae Adams, right? We all know he's a monster. Sauce and Reed, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be able to take care of their business. I don't know if they're going to have Sauce follow him because that's not necessarily what they do, but I wouldn't be against it. Let's have Sauce follow. Let's have you know our best corner follow Devontae Adams. But, again, even if he doesn't have Sauce following him, Reed is a, is a great corner in this league, too. Don't get it confused. DJ Reed will be able to cover him as well, all right? So those are my thoughts. We're going to get to the calls, man. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. called in. We're going to be discussing it all. Boy, oh, boy, there's people that cannot stand Zach Wilson. <laughs> they can't stand Zach Wilson. I want to hear about it. Listen, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everyone. Also make sure you have a good phone line, okay? <laughs> Keep your background noise on mute. All right. I need to be able to hear you. So make sure you don't have any background noise. All right. Also make sure again that your line is good to go. Also, new callers when you call in, there's no cursing on my show. Don't call into my cursing. Don't call into my show cursing, excuse me. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. <laughs> Faster than Jets fans want to get rid of Zach Wilson. That was That was fast, man. I don't think he's to blame for everything. (laughs) I don't. You know, I mean, he, you know, he has, he's made some mistakes. He's definitely, you know, he's not perfect. But I don't think he's to blame for everything that's going on around here. Whoa, you look at this offense! Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already. Share the stream with your friends and your family. All right. And also, uh, again, <laughs> when, you hit that, when you hit that subscribe button, click that notification bell, all right? If you want to give to the stream, Super Chat's there. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Anything you get to the platform is greatly appreciated. Let's get to these lines. Again, Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. First caller we're going to, we've got to go to Ted, man. Nine seven 908 will come to you in a second. New callers will get to you all as well. We're going to Ted, though, man. Listen, for those of you that do not know, Ted, he's a sad. Ted, I want to thank you for sure. calling in. There's been a lot of things moving and shaking, Ted, and I'm, I'm here to listen, okay? I'm here to hear what the people have to say. There's been a lot of people calling, a lot of Jets fans, calling for Zach Wilson's head. Give me your thoughts on the state of Zach Wilson currently, and what are your thoughts as well about Sulla saying that he won't bench Zach because he believes the issues on, on offense aren't just about him?
3: Wow, Joe. It's a pretty complicated question because we're so bad in so many areas, it's hard to pick that question, mm-hmm. pick an accurate answer to that question. Um the uh, the thing I'm concerned the most with Joe, is the breakdown, mentally, in terms of penalties, drops, that kind of thing. Maybe these players don't feel like, I don't want to say that they feel like they don't have a chance to win, but it seems like we're going into games, knowing we probably have to be perfect to score. It it takes so much effort to score, you know, with with a Zach Wilson. And I blame and I blame I blame Zach. I blame the, the. I mean you can't control the offensive line injuries which have been brutal because it's happening every week and uh, Hackett because Hackett Joe Hackett hasn't really played to Zach's strengths. Um, I see the same plays a lot of the same concepts and it's just not working and I'm, I'm looking for design runs and boots and all this other stuff, and we don't seem to do it. Uh, maybe Packett's stubborn, and or maybe he doesn't think Zach can do it. I'm I just trying to figure it out, Joe. But I'll, I would give mm-hmm. – I, honestly, I would give Zach one quarter. If he's abysmal, I would bench him. Okay? Wow, Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: Where I, I, okay. I to the point, Joe? That, that I was we gonna have. Ask,
3: yeah. yeah, we have to. We have to salvage our season, Joe. We. we mm-hmm. I, I don't care what people say. Okay, so we faced the Chargers, right? They were the thirty-something, twenty-eighth ranked defense. Now we're facing, mm-hmm. and we couldn't score. We, I mean, we moved the ball a little, but there were so many obstacles in that game for us. There were so many penalties, drops, a sacks everything that ha- could have happened bad happened bad now we're facing the 31st or whatever you said the raiders are mm-hmm. in terms of defensive stats now mm-hmm. now so theoretically we're thinking okay this we should move the ball we didn't move against the giants mm-hmm. we didn't move against the chargers and i can't guarantee we're going to we're going move against the uh the raiders joe what's the guarantee
1: but because my- they have a they have a high mm-hmm. ranking go ahead, joe well he- yeah, they're 16th overall, but they're 31st against the run. I think they're like 8th okay. against the pass gotcha. or something. But here's gotcha. here's my thing, and and mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not a I'm a realist, and everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. All right, I listen. I lay the I'm very fair and balanced with my takes, and I lay, you know, the blame where it needs to be laid. Mm-hmm. My thing is. Judging Zach is tough because there are so many bad things going on around him. I don't mm-hmm. think that any quarterback, and, and including Aaron Rodgers, because I've seen Aaron Rodgers running for his life in a Jets jersey, right, <laughs> for a couple plays when an offensive line could not block to save their lives. I've seen True. that. So I don't think that any quarterback could be successful under the type of pressure that we're seeing Zach Wilson have to deal with. And I understand that we weren't moving the football, but it's tough to do that when Billy Turner, the Billy turnstile Turner, is allowing Mm -hmm. any and everybody to be in Zach's Mm -hmm. face all night long. No disrespect, uh, Ted, but I think you could have went out there and got a sack. If you would have put on a jersey, you would have had a sack. If I would have went out there and went on the right side, I would have had a sack, too. Uh, all the savages in there, you know, sack, sack to all the savages. It was like the Oprah show. Like, you, you get a sack, you get a sack, everybody gets a sack. <laughs>
4: exactly. You know okay. like,
1: it was that type of night. And so I when agree. I look at that, I'm saying, well, how exactly is Zach supposed to get rid of the ball? Because then you look at the next level, right? And, again, I'm not, I want to hear y'all takes. I want to hear from you as well, Ted. I look at the Mm -hmm. next level, and I say, okay, well, maybe Zach isn't getting the ball out fast enough. And I'm looking, and I'm seeing the guys aren't getting open. And this is something that we've Mm -hmm. been talking about, not just last week against the Chargers, or this last game against the Chargers, excuse me. We've been talking about this for a little bit since the Eagles game. I remember Garrett Wilson was – I think he sat out one of the last drives. And everybody was talking about how no one was getting open once Garrett Wilson Mm -hmm. went to the bench. Well, mm-hmm. that's something that's continued, okay? Not only has it continued, guys aren't getting open, we're seeing critical drops. When Zach, does the, when Zach is delivering you the ball, you're dropping the ball. We've seen big drops. Exactly. Alan Lazard being one of the main guys from the last game was egregious. His drops were yep. drive killers. Can you put that on, Zach? No dis- Listen, I love C.J. Uzama. I watched C.J. Uzama. Veteran tight end, a guy that we were all excited to be on this team, and I cannot wait to continue to see him, he dropped a wide-open touchdown that Zach put in his chest. He was wide open Mm -hmm. on the ground. Zach put it on him perfectly. He bobbled and dropped it. That was the type of night it was. Exactly. So it's like, how can you blame Zach for that? You can't.
5: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: you can't. And I understand, and again, I'm, just, I'm hearing everybody's perspective. I want to hear from everybody. But I'm just a little bit worried about it's almost as if, and we've seen this in the past because Zach has been so bad, it's almost as if we're just going to blame everything on him. If the offense isn't producing, it's just because of Zach. And we just ignore everything else. We ignore that Garrett Wilson fumbled early. We ignore that the penalties that are not on Zach Wilson. Garrett Wilson had a penalty as well, a block in the back that hurt us. Lazard had mm-hmm. penalties. Rucker had false start. I mean, it was Lakin Thomason was giving up sacks, too. We're ignoring everything else and just putting everything on Zach. Is Zach perfect? No. Is he playing like like Patrick Mahomes or any of those guys? No. But I'm just concerned that people are just screaming, anybody but Zach. And when it happens, you know, which, I, again, Sulla says that they're not going to bench him. But I personally don't Mm -hmm. think that Tim Boyle is going to be better than Zach. I don't. Me personally. I know that people are screaming for Simeon as well. Listen, a lot of the sacks that Zach has been getting away from with his athleticism, I don't know if Simeon is going to be able to get away from those. I don't know. Right? Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily think that any quarterback can be successful without proper protection. And that's what I think we're seeing here. Give me your thoughts about, about all of that, Ted. I, I just kind of went on a rant there. Yeah. But
3: give me Correct, your correct
1: Joe. I, I
3: agree with that, Joe. But let me, let me just say this, Joe. Mm-hmm. So basically, Thibodeau and Dexter Lawrence, you know, we had all those injuries in the game. We couldn't make the adjustments. And we had, you know, multiple injuries on the offensive line. So Thibodeau, we should have yeah. lost the Giants game, let's be honest. Yeah. So Thibodeau yeah. and uh, Lawrence wrecked us. And – so, what do we think going into the Charger game? Based on that, we should somehow block Bosa and Khalil Mack, right? You would think, in theory, you know, those are the two <laughs> key guys we have to block. But no, we don't. We just yep. let them run wild. Okay. Yeah. So yep. I didn't see, you know, I didn't see many chips on these guys. Double, mm-hmm. double them with a, you know, double them with a, double them with a tight end. But like you said. Um, these guys aren't getting open. So if you, if you double these guys, you know, on the offensive line with a tight end to max protect, you've got three men going out on a route. You're not gonna, no one's going to be open. So you got to mm-hmm. pick your poison, right, Joe? It, it's, it's, it's a cluster F, Joe. Everything mm-hmm. is, is not working. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to fix it, you know? And like you said about the backup, I'm looking at it more as a spark. Maybe you know. Maybe a lot of these guys have seen this 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 uh, movie last year. You know, mm-hmm. they know that Zach is what he is, and you know he can only do so much, and he he's limited. I mean, he's flashed, but he hasn't been consistent. So I think a lot of these guys know. You know, if if uh, Garrett Wilson can't get open, I, I mean, those guys. Basically, these defenders are sitting on these routes. And as soon as they... Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no run after catch. These tight ends are getting blasted as soon as they catch the ball. You know, and, mm-hmm. and they're running backs I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing. There's no loose... Yeah. Uh, they, Hackett doesn't go back and throw a bomb ever. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. would just open it up and I would put Brown... First of all, I would say Lazard. That's the first guy. Mm-hmm. I would Talk definitely bench him. Yeah. Talon wants to keep him in, but I would bench him. I'd say, listen... Mm-hmm. Listen, son, Brownlee's going in. We're going to see what we have with the youngsters. Let's see how hungry these youngsters are, okay? Mm-hmm. I would go with that, Joe, because Lazard can't get okay. separation. and Like you said, he's self-destructing,
1: basically.
0: Yeah.
1: I, man. It's a tough I situation, blown Joe. Blown go away. ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen, I, I'm right there with you. I'm blown away with how our offense, our, our weapons, the guys that we were just so fired up, it's, no one's getting separation. No one's getting open. If nope. it's not Garrett Wilson, it ain't working. And it's nope. mind-blowing to me. It is mind-blowing to me because I know that these guys can play. Like I know that Lazard is not, you know, he's not DeVonte Adams, but he's not what we've seen. At least that's not what right. I've seen for him from him for a couple of seasons. So it's like right. what is happening here but something like you said there's got to be a spark and I think the the spark that I think could really reignite the Jets' offense is us recommitting to getting Brees Hall involved in running the football effectively. And that's going to lead to my next question for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think that this is the game where the New York Jets step in and say, look, we've got to get back to ground and pound. We've got to get back to getting effective on the ground. Do you think that this is the game where you'll see Brees Hall really be kind of reinvigorated within this offense where we look to him to really run the rock and lead the offense.
3: Well, Joe, knowing Robert Sala, it's probably going to be like a thirteen ten game where you know Brees Hall will run the ball and maybe Dalvin a little bit, and then we just play defense. You know, because we're so mm-hmm. good at defense. Our yeah. defense is. We haven't even mentioned the defense, Joe. That defense yeah, is to go there. Go sick. J- defense mm-hmm. is sick, Joe. But you you can't mm-hmm. rely on them every game like we are. I mean, Sala seems to want to, but. It's we're in a tough spot joe i i I don't know what we can do, we I, you want to rely on your i guess that's the only way we can win right now because our backup yes. our backup quarterback is bad, Zach is mediocre yeah. right now our, our i mean we just have to play close to the vest and and just try to grind out these wins, but eventually they get enough tape on us on our offense, and i don't you know this is kind of where we're at now. we're kind of stuck. Mm. So let's yeah. see. I mean, if we pull out a win, we go to Buffalo, and we go from there. Mm-hmm. But I say, Joe, Zach Wilson, one quarter or a half at the most. And if we don't, you know, enough of the red zone BS, uh, Someone's. Mm-hmm. I'll take Trevor and get, Simeon getting the ball out in two seconds over Zach, you know, holding the ball and getting sacked. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got to try something, you would think.
1: Yeah. I hear you. I My final question Trust for you, me. Ted. My final yep. – no, listen. I hear you. I hear the frustration. I'm, I'm here to listen. My final question. Yep. You talked about this defense. How concerned yes, are you with the offensive struggles? How concerned are you about this defense gassing out? We're going west coast. How mm-hmm. concerned are you about this defense gassing out against this Raiders offense because the Jets' offense may not produce in this upcoming game?
3: Hmm. We, they do have a good running back. I can tell you that.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, certainly
3: no joke. Yeah, that guy's that guy's a very good running back. Uh, well, we let Saquon do some damage to us and some other running mm-hmm. backs. So I'm sure Antonio Pierce is looking in the, looking at that con- those videos and mm-hmm. looking at you know what they can do to us. Um, I don't know, Joe. We 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 have to score. I think Salah, we're going to have to either call the offensive plays differently this week and have Hackett cha- – Salah has to go to Hackett and say, listen, you need to change this up because it's not working. Mm. So either that happens or that gets benched, and you're going to call the same mm. plays. That's what I think is going to happen, Joe. It has to. We can't, mm. keep, we can't keep putting this product out and not, and not scoring in the red zone and not, and you know relying on field goals and defense and special teams. Look what happened last week. Yeah. We, we relied on it, and you know we lost by three touchdowns. Yeah. Even though, uh, what's his name had his worst uh, statistical game in three
1: years, quarterback for the Chargers. So yeah,
6: uh, Herbert. Crazy yeah. Joe. I crazy.
1: Mean, we got after him, man, but we just we couldn't oh, yeah. get it done. And that big punt return—I think it was like 84 or 86 yard punt return—that killed us as well. Yeah. The turnovers. It was bad. Yeah, one more thing. It was bad, and like you, know, you talked you know about too, the penalties. Go ahead, Joe. Killed us as well. Go ahead, go
3: ahead. I'll let you finish. Yeah, sorry, Joe. No, I was gonna say, um, what killed us is they knew once they got up, they didn't have to throw anymore. You know, yeah. they ran the ball, yeah. and that's and that's how do we play? How do we play a team like that knows we can't score? I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, it's like playing the Giants with Devito. Like I'm sure the Cowboys know that. <laughs> you know, we played Devito, uh, and all they did was hand the ball to Saquon and throw to Saquon. The Giants gotta go play the Cowboys now with <laughs> DeVito. Can you imagine yeah. that game? I mean it could be oh, like man. forty to nine. I mean I don't know, Joe. Something has to give, Joe. Yeah.
4: But I appreciate yeah. Hey Joe,
3: I appreciate your platform and everything. If you want yeah. yeah, to score Let's hope thirteen to nine thirteen nine Jets. Let's just go with that one, Joe. Thirteen
4: to nine
1: Jets? He's taking it all right. Okay. <laughs> Chad, thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? You too. Thanks Thanks for a few minutes, Joe. Have a good one. Absolutely. We're going to keep into these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I am taking all calls you need. Call in. Be patient. We'll get to everybody. Next, we're going to go to Shogun, man. We're going to Shogun. I know he has some heat. For those of you that do not know, Shogun is a savage. <laughs> Shogun salutes i want to thank you for calling in man oh man we are coming off of a yeah we're coming off of a tough chargers loss 27 and 6 now facing the raiders sunday night football prime time the lights is going to be bright we're going west coast how concerned are you about this jets team swinging west coast and coming out slow sloppy and lethargic Well, Joe,
7: I think it's interesting, to say the least, this time around. Obviously, I'm still pretty mad. Actually, screw that. I'm very mad about what we did on Monday Mm -hmm. Night Football. That was disgraceful, pathetic what we watched. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you
7: hold the Chargers to – this defense held the Chargers to 13 points. Yes, 13, not 27. 13 points, 186 total yards. Held Justin Herbert, 16-30 to 136, and forced the fumble. But we put up six points against the second-worst defense in football and the worst pass defense in football. Like, come on. Now, I got to be honest here. Offensive line, it's not great. Hell, excuse me, it's not good. But Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson, I I was watching a show the other day, another podcast called The Jake Asman Show. Might have heard it, Mm -hmm. might have not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I've been on there. He he he, He brought up a stat. And Zach Wilson had an average four seconds, over four seconds to pass on six of the eight sacks that he took.
6: So
0: mm-hmm.
7: I don't know about you, but that seems, that seems like enough time to at least get the ball out of your hands, even if the receivers aren't open. Or like the one time we had a free open 20 yards and he doubled it to Michael Carter. Like, come on, man. You had the first mm-hmm. hour in front of you. He plays scared, Joe. That's what we see. That's what he's been doing since he came into the league. He's playing scared mm-hmm. now. Nathaniel Hackett, I got to see him open up the playbook a little bit because it's not all mm-hmm. on Zach as much as I think that he's the main problem on offense, but with Nathaniel mm-hmm. Hackett, it's like they put the handcuffs back on him after the Chiefs game. No, mm-hmm. you can't do that. You're not a, you're not in a position to do that. You had an opportunity to climb into first place, tied first place in the East, and you squandered it. A golden mm-hmm. opportunity. You blew it. You got to move on. And now with Aiden O'Connell – in his second-ever start, fourth, third, mm-hmm. fifth-round rookie, I don't know, and an interim head coach yeah. who I like. I like the fact that the Raiders
6: got rid of McDaniels. Not good yeah. for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, good for them no, because listen. he wasn't good. Yeah, listen, because I I you're, you're bringing some, some heat.
1: I, I want to go back to something that you talked about. Um, yeah. You talked about, you know, a lot of people are saying that Zach holds on to the ball for too long, and that's where the sacks are coming from. I don't – no, look, <laughs> I, I've, I've heard people talking about this, but especially like one of the strip sacks. I can't. I, I, I think it was the one where 45, number 45 of the Chargers, was uh, actually sacked him and stripped him. When you look at that play, there's nobody open. There's nobody yeah. open for him to throw the ball to. So when we're, we're – and I understand, you know, look, again, I respect everybody's perspective and I want to hear from everybody. But people are saying, well, Zach, just get the ball out of your hands. Well, Zach was doing that at one point last year, and that's when he was throwing all those interceptions. Anybody remember that? When he was getting pressure, and there was pressure in his face, and he would just let it rip, and he was throwing interceptions. And then what happened? He got spanked because of that. He got sat down. He got benched. The entire fan base was on top of him, rightfully so, right? Because that's your job as a quarterback is to not kill your football team. It's to not damage trying to do whatever you can do to get a W. And he was damaging us because he was throwing the ball even when guys weren't open, just saying, hey, put it up there, I'll make a play. Well, now he's not doing that because guys are not open. We're seeing a a sign of maturity. I'll take the sack and live for another day. And now it seems like that's a problem. Because even when people are saying, oh, we'll just get rid of the ball, Zach, and he is getting rid of the ball accurately, we're not talking about the drops. Listen, Lazard had multiple drops against the Chargers. Multiple and not even just drops. There was a play I I, I, I wish I had the, the the actual time on the play, but along that left sideline where Zach threw the ball up, it was a perfect throw to him, and Alan Lazard just leans back and lets the defender knock the ball down instead of just going up. if yeah. he just stops and jumps, he catches that. So yeah, he's like, got to go up and get that. that. Fact? Exactly, he's got to go up and get that. So look, and I get it. I'm not a Zach. Uh, defender to the heels at all. He is, He's not right. playing great, but when you look at some of the things that's going on around him, it's like, well, of course, he's going to get sacked if Billy Turner, the turnstile, is just letting guys pass him. Right? Nobody, I, I'm telling right. you, yeah. me personally, I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers himself could be good playing with this offensive line, playing the way they're playing right now. Because I saw him, yeah. I physically saw Aaron Rodgers run for his life, and I don't mean to laugh because it sucks, and I cannot wait till he comes back. But I saw the plays before he got hurt when he was running for his life. When he, I remember one of the plays, one of the first ones, he literally, literally got away from a sack and was running towards the sidelines, almost fell down, and just threw the football before he fell. And it was like, bro, because nobody can block. So that's what I'm wondering is, How is everybody so willing to just shovel all of the blame on Zach or most of the blame on Zach when you look around him and everything else is performing so badly, right? I think We talk about the offensive line Um, not performing. We're talking about the pass catchers not catching the ball. Even you just talked about the offensive play calling. That's unquestionable too. So it's like, you know, is Zach really the problem? as much as the problem is everybody is saying. I want to hear from you. Go ahead. Continue on your point. Uh, what are your thoughts about what I just, what just said there?
7: I mean, yeah, you hit a lot of nails on the head right there. And I feel like Zach gets most of the heat because he is the quarterback after all. And I feel like yeah. With yeah. the way we see some of these elite quarterbacks and even C.J. Stroud, to an example. Now, that boy mm-hmm. is a dog. C.J. Stroud, dog. that's a number two overall pick. Zach Wilson, no. like you, I think you would agree with me when I say this. he hasn't played like the number two overall pick. He's just proud mm-hmm. that You're playing with a really bad, off, with a worst offensive line. Then Zach Wilson, he's throwing to guys like Tank Dell, Nico Collins, John Messi, mm-hmm. and he's putting up these numbers. So mm-hmm. it starts with the quarterback, in my opinion. And in my opinion, I think he's the biggest problem because it can't it can't just be like a major coincidence that Chris Shrevler or Mike White or even Josh Johnson come into the game under the same offense as Zach and they look light years better. So you can't be <laughs> a major coincidence in my eyes, but here's what I need to see. I need Robert Sala to be a coach. And before I continue, <laughs> I want to – and I like Sala too. I, I want to ask you –
0: Go, before ahead, go continue, ahead.
7: Before I continue, I want to ask you yeah. this. If mm-hmm. no matter what the score is at halftime, if it's close, and Zach Wilson has a stat line of like seven of fourteen for sixty-five
1: yards, do you mm-hmm. think Salah should give Simeon a shot? Well, I know that I don't know if they're going to call Simeon up. I think that's that's a or just the backup. That's a big whoever the backup is, uh, Tim Boyle. Um, here's the be thing. anybody. If I, I don't think he's going to do it, I'm going to I'm going st- to stand on that because he's already said he's not going to do it. I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think they're going to bench Zach. I don't think they're going to do it. They're not going to do it. And here's why. <laughs> I uh, I think, yep. I, I think one, I think one, I, I'm, Trevor Simeon, is, again, it depends on down the line we'll see what if they, we'll see if he's even really ready, right? Because he's still got to learn Nathaniel Hackett scheme and, and do all that stuff. But I don't know if Boyle or Simeon are, if, even Simeon, I don't know if they're really can produce anything better than Zach Wilson. Especially Boyle. Boyle, we watched him all preseason. He did not look good in this offense at all. Right. Zach Wilson looked light right. years better than him during the preseason. Light years better than him. In the in the same offense. So Yep. I, I know I know that Jets fans want to move on from Zach Wilson. I get it. He has not been that great. But I just don't know. And again, even when we talk about this offense, right? Yeah, Mike White, yes, looked look good. And he, he looked bad at times, too, but he did look good in the offense. But Zach has had those moments this season. It's not like he's been trashed this, this whole or, you know, been like the Chargers game the whole season. The Chargers game and probably the Chargers game and the Patriots game is two bad games from in this season. The Patriots game was absolutely more him than anything. But that's Billichick. Billichick makes everybody look like that. Even guys that are in the Hall of Fame, if he's played against you, he's made you look bad. But I feel like people forget about Zach's play in the Bills game, Zach's play in that Chiefs game, which was unbelievable, right? And Zach's play in the Eagles game, I thought was solid. And I feel like people are trashing that and throwing that away. And, again, I'm looking at the total picture. I'm not a Zach defender. But when people talk about that with him, I think people are forgetting that too. Now, if he clearly is the thing that's killing us in this upcoming game, against, if he comes out and throws like four interceptions that just looks horrible, maybe, maybe they'll think about benching him. But even when Sulla was asked by the media about, is there someone else that is telling you to start this guy, right? Basically asking him, is Joe Douglas, the guy that drafted Zach Wilson forcing you to, Play That's what I think is happening, honestly. No.
7: That's what I think is happening. I think it's Joe Douglas. And yeah, I think it's right. Joe Douglas. Because why else would okay. Salah say I plead the fifth on that? And I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just – like, I agree no, with no, your no, point. No. Yeah. And, like, I don't – I think Salah's hands are tied here. Like, you could tell that he doesn't – I don't think he wants to play Zach Wilson. And it's – here's where I'm going to criticize
1: He did, did, though. He did come out and say – he literally said during the conference that they're all on the same accord, that he's not being forced to start Zach Wilson. I don't think he is. And I don't think that Joe Douglas Douglas would – listen, Joe Douglas is the general manager. I don't think that Joe Douglas would want to kill his season and force Zach Wilson down the throat to everybody. Because if he wanted to do that, he never would have traded for Aaron Rodgers. He never would have done that. Yeah, you bring good point, good point. I <laughs> That's why I was like, look, I, again, I'm listening <laughs> to everybody. But why, if, you, if, you did, if you wanted to force – listen, if this was all Joe Douglas, we would have never even entertained Derek Carr. That would have never been a thought. We would have never have given up capital for Aaron Rodgers. We would have known from the jump that Zach Wilson was going to play again this upcoming season. He didn't do that. Yeah, and this is when when you trade for Aaron Rodgers, and I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go ahead, Shogunna, because I want to hear your take. When you trade for Aaron Rodgers and you give up the capital that we we were going to give up, I don't you know the first round, we'll see what happens, right? How much? But we gave up quite a bit of capital and money, right? Now he did give us some back, but that was you know that's that's a good feeling, but we know we still gonna have to pay him. That in itself is an admittance of Zach ain't ready. Silently. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zach ain't ready. So, uh, uh, Aaron, come on in. You know what I'm saying? But we know that Zach ain't ready. But go ahead. G- give me your takes, uh, Shogun. Yeah, and I feel like with Zach Wilson, it's just we want to see
7: – we're not asking him to be Patrick Mahomes. We know Zach Wilson's like they no. never going to reach that level. But yeah. we want to see more consistency out of him. Is his third year in the league, and I just I want to see him just perform a little better – Like, be smarter with the ball. Have better pocket awareness. Like, Mm -hmm. take off a run because Zach's a good runner. And I feel like if he just – interceptions, I know the interceptions have been lowered from him this season, but the Mm fumbles, they don't help either. So, this is where I'm going to need Zach if he does play the full 60 minutes or however long he's on the field for on Sunday. This is what I need to see. Clean
0: game. No
7: turnovers. Be smart mm -hmm. with the ball. And hopefully the offensive line doesn't let Max Crosby eat him. And maybe he'll be fine. to walk out in one piece.
1: Now I am praying that this, our... I am praying that this offensive line blocks uh, against the Raiders. Right. Because if Max Crosby goes off lights out, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose. I'm yeah. telling every I've been telling everybody. Listen, that's my take. If Max Crosby has a big game, we are done. We're finished. Because I'm telling right. you, I'm on the West Coast. I was here when he, when they were in Oakland. I, I'd watch them. I was forced. Max Crosby is really good, and he, he is a game wrecker. And now you were talking about some things, and I, I want to continue to hear your taste, but I wanted to also speak with you about the issues with penalties. Are you concerned about that continuing oh. in this upcoming game against the Raiders? Because, what, well, we had like nine in the game against the Giants for I think like 85 yards. We had eight penalties against the Chargers for 40 yards. That stuff is killing us, man. It's absolutely destroying us. You know, from top to bottom, whether it be our offense or, you know, even we've even seen on defense, Michael Clemens had a penalty that gave, I think it was the Giants, a first down when they were going to punt. It was just ridiculous stuff. So give me your thoughts about that as well. And do you think that that is a sign of bad coaching?
7: Yeah, you know, I think it's funny that that's actually becoming a bit of a problem now with the Jets because for the first eight, seven weeks of this season, the Jets were like the third least penalized team in the league. In the last two weeks or the last two games that they've played, they're like top three in penalties, which that's not good. I need to see Salah hold his players accountable a little bit because you know he's a player's coach. And a real player's coach is going to hold his players accountable. I can't have him go all softy-softy on these guys. These are big and – I'm telling you, these are big men that play for this team. Big men. Now, what I need these big men to do, we know Aiden O'Connell is a rookie. Antonio Pierce, is that the guy's name, the coach? Antonio Pierce?
1: Yes, it's Antonio Pierce. Uh,
7: yeah, So, he's the coach now. What I need to see is Salah. I need him to use his wisdom, and I need him to use his experience to get the upper hand. We know our defense is probably not going to lose us this game. They're not going to give up a lot of points. We know that. Devontae Adams, he'll, he'll, get, his, he'll get his catches, but he's not going to go off. No, You've got to be really, really good to go off against his defense. But now, mm-hmm. this defense. They've got to get after the quarterback. That's the top thing yeah. that I want them to do. Because once you genera- when you generate pressure on a rookie, you're going to set up problems for that guy. And with this defense, yeah. whew, and I'm telling you, Quinton, i got a feeling, Quinton Williams is about to eat for lunch, for dinner, for breakfast, all in one sitting. In a nice big okay. Vegas venue, he's about to eat. Bryce Huff going to eat. Jermaine Johnson is mm. going to eat. Maybe Michael Cummins okay. actually gets a tackle. We'll see.
2: Mm.
7: Now, Sauce DJ, going to keep everybody in check. Quincy and Mosley, we know they're going to do their thing. But we, I got a feeling, Sunday, we are going to play like the New York Jets. We are New York's best. We beat the Giants. We beat the Bills. We're going to beat the Bills mm. again. I'm telling mm. you, we're going to beat them again. And we, we're not quitting. We're not going to give up. We're not gonna just sit down and let the league walk over us anymore. That's done now. Mm. When, we, when okay. we go to the Raiders, we're gonna knock mm. Aiden O'Connell down. We're gonna knock mm. them down, all of them. During the referees mm. gonna blow his whistle. The quarter, is, the fourth quarter is gonna hit zero, and the, the referee is gonna count one, two, three. Then Aiden O'Connell from the ground mm. is gonna look up, and he's gonna see. He's gonna look up. He's gonna see a team <laughs> better than you. He's going to see a team okay. greater than them, light years ahead Ooh. of them. And once we okay. make a statement on Sunday, Talk. 2010, Talk. 2010, baby, Brees Hall goes off, Garrett Wilson goes off, Zach Wilson doesn't play clueless. We mm. win 20-10. to 10. And then once more on primetime in front of the whole world, the whole mm. world, the NFL will acknowledge the New York Jets.
1: Ooh. Shogun, this has been a great call from you. I got to slide off. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right?
7: Yeah, I got you, man. Thanks for having me on, as always. It's always fun to chat yeah. here. It's always fun to call in. You know, we bring in the heat. I bring the heat. You know, that's a guaranteed given every time I get on the line. That's just what I do, yeah. man. I'm perceived, Shogun. It's just what I'm all about.
1: Take care, Joe. All right. Salutes. Listen. Those guys called in with some fire. I ain't going to lie to you, all right? He called in with some fire there. We're going to keep getting to the lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers next. We're going to go to Steve, all right? Jack, we'll come to you next. We're going to hear from Jack. You know what I'm saying? I got callers from all over the place. We're going to call in and talk about this team, even people that, you know, root for the Raiders. We're going to have that discussion, okay? New callers as well. We'll get to you in a second. But we got to get to Steve, okay? Listen, for those of you that do not know Steve, he's a star. Steve. Steve, salute. I'm here talking to, you know, various people about a lot of things going on with the New York Jets. A lot of people want to, and want to get rid of him. What are your thoughts, Steve? What are your thoughts about this offense and its struggles? And what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson, man?
8: Hey, Joe. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me on your show. It's always great to talk about you know the football team and in the situation so we're at where where they're at now so so here's my thing, Joe. So going into this game, you know obviously against the Raiders, you know, just wanted to just give you a quick recap because I know a lot of people were talking about the last game we had on Monday night against the
1: Chargers, and I'll
8: go straight to the offense. Listen. Yes, Zach Wilson, did he play a terrible game on Monday night against the Chargers? Yes, he did. However, though, Zach Wilson is not really, really, really to fully blame in this game. And this is the reason why. Now, Zach was part of the reason why we did lose on Monday night to the Chargers. I'm going to say this right now, and obviously he is not playing – in this game on Monday on 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 Sunday night, atrocious. Okay, mm, he yes, was terrible yes. in that game. Like he couldn't he couldn't block Bosa. Obviously, now Nothing. he isn't playing this Sunday because he ended up having a broken finger on his hand. He's out this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, listen, after the game that he had, I, I honestly am glad that I I'm not going to see him play on Sunday night. But. The like the one player, Joe, that actually played really well for us on Monday against that game against the Chargers on the offensive line was Makai Beckett. He was the only yeah. player on the offensive line that played well for us. The other players yeah. did, 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 you know, and but but here's the thing though: the one thing that Zach Wilson did make a mistake about was was that when when he would get sacked, he would hold on to the ball too long. Holding on to the ball too long is not a good it's not a good thing because that's when you get sacked. But
1: yeah, but where's he supposed to go with the ball though, Steve? Where's he supposed to go with the ball? Everyone's Sometimes saying he's holding on to the ball for it, too long, but I'm wondering where he's supposed to go with the ball because I'm watching these plays and nobody's open.
8: No, so I and, and then if ball? Zach is about to get sacked, you know what he needs to do? Just throw it away to the sideline.
1: Well, he's got to get outside the pocket to do that though. You can't just throw it to the sidelines. That's intentional grounding. Yeah. If he could do that every play, he'd do it. He can't. Yeah, you have to get outside the pocket to then throw the ball out of bounds. He can't do that because mm-hmm. the pocket's collapsing around him. I'm not like a Zach Definger. I've watched the game just like y'all watched the game. On that, on that, that fumble that everybody is blaming him for when I, it was number 45, if you watch that play, there is no one open. Garrett Wilson no, and is I, the one no, that, that is the closest mistaken. to coming open, he got and he was at sacked. the top of his route. He's literally at the top of his route when Zach gets sacked. There was no way yeah. that he was going to get that ball out anywhere. But go ahead, Steve.
8: No, no. Yo, and, Joe, yo, you're absolutely right. And, Joe, yo, you're absolutely right. And here is another thing I'm going to say, too. And when you, you were talking about the receivers earlier. You know, I love Garrett Wilson, but I thought on the Monday night game against the Chargers, I thought that was Garrett Wilson's worst game of the, uh, as a Jet. Ever since he became a mm. New York, that Monday night game against the Chargers was his worst game because he had a fumble in the mm. game. He also had um, he. I mean, Garrett Wilson. I, I think if I remember, I think he dropped the pass as well. But
5: Alan yeah, he Lazard
8: did. was Alan Ooh. Lazard was terrible. Like like like, oh, there God. was at one point where Zach Wilson actually threw a nice deep pass to him that Alan Lazar should have caught. You know what Alan Lazar yeah. did? He, st- he stayed in one spot and stopped and tried to catch the ball in the air. That Chargers defender came right back in and knocked the ball away from him Him on that play. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the thing is, now, now obviously, that was the offensive side of the ball. And, of course, you know, with C.J. Uzama, man, he's got to learn to catch. When, he, when he's wide open, when Zach goes <laughs> a nice pass DJ Uzama, my God, you gotta catch the ball, my friend. Now, let me yeah. tell you how the one thing I'll say. Now I'll go to the defense. The defense once again was phenomenal uh, in that game, and the, and and not and not a lot of the points was given up by the defense. I mean, unfortunately, we gave up that punt return for a touchdown, Joe. But there was something. Mm. There is something though. I am going to say about the defense that I am a little bit disappointed about. We have been playing good. We sacked Justin Herbert six times in that game. We held Justin Herbert to 136 yards in the air. We also held Austin Eckler to 47 yards on the ground. But even though he ended up scoring two TDs against us. Here's the Mm -hmm. thing, Joe. There's one problem that the Jets defense hasn't done. We haven't been able to create turnovers, okay? We have not been able to create turnovers. Joe, there was at one point in in in, in a play in the game, Will McDonald got his first career sack in that game. Mm-hmm. That was the play where he stripped Justin Herbert from the ball. Michael Clemens was right in that area where Herbert got lost the ball. And what Michael Clemens did, was supposed to do was jump on the ball. You know what he decided to do? He decided to he stand tried to pick it up. there and grab the football from the ground. Mm-hmm. No, you're supposed yeah. to jump onto the ball. If anybody, okay, here's a here's a phrase I'm going to listen to. If anybody has ever watched back in the old days, the Looney Tunes cartoons, you ever see that thing, dog pile on the rabbit? Guess what? The rabbit is the football when the football is fumbled. Okay, that that's mm-hmm. the thing. When when you see the rabbit on the bottom and the ball is loose, funny mm-hmm. like that's what dogs did when they when they tried to pile on on Bugs Bunny. That's what the football is, okay? You are, And that's what Michael Clemens was supposed to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the Jets defense has, has definitely had games where they've had some turnovers and they were able to get one, but we weren't able to get one uh, against the Chargers. I think we had like two or three against the – or maybe two against the Giants. We had, a, you know, some turnovers as well uh, in Kansas City against them too. I think we, we got some interceptions against uh, the Eagles as well. I remember we had a pick uh the broncos game we got some, some turnovers there against the bills as well but definitely in that game a turnover would have helped like you talked about as well that fumble that could have been huge for us as well if clemens would have uh been able to just jump on that but like you said tried to pick it up but the jets defense was phenomenal in that game i'm not i'm not going to rag on them at all they were just unbelievable they, they they battled they fought i mean and they got to herbert and they gave this offense more than enough uh, to, to be able to take that game away but didn't get it done. But I want to go to the Raiders game with you, Steve, because uh, you broke down that Chargers loss. You look at this game, there's a lot of people that are upset about Zach Wilson, talking about him. If you were in the coaching staff, I mean, how long of a leash are you giving Zach Wilson or how short of a leash are you getting him, giving him? If he's bad for two quarters, if you're Robert Sullivan, would you look to bench him?
8: If if let me just say this right now, if he does continue to play bad, then yes, I would I would honestly have have to bench him and put Tim Boyle in the game. But the mm-hmm. thing, but the thing is though, Joe, is that listen, I know Robert Sala is doing everything that he can, and listen, I think Robert mm-hmm. Sala is still a great coach, and and you know he's done of, and you know he is doing the best that he can to do with this football team. But the thing mm-hmm. is is that. Some Jet fans are thinking that Robert Sala is starting to act like Todd Bowles is right now. You know, like basically saying that, oh, Robert Sala is clueless and doesn't know, like, what he's doing, you know, with the quarterback situation. I mean, listen, yeah, listen, I do agree with what a lot of Jet fans are saying. Yes, Zach was one of the reasons why, just going back to the Chargers game, why Zach didn't play well in that game. He was part of the reason. But remember, the offensive line didn't play well. The receivers didn't play well in that game. The whole entire just yeah. offense didn't play well. And Nathaniel Hackett even spoke, I think it was either, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday or yesterday, was when he spoke yeah. to the media. And Nathaniel Hackett even said that he has been frustrated, you know, with the offense. And he knows the offense has to get better as well. He even said that mm-hmm. it's not fully on that. The offensive line, yes, I understand we have the injury. The line didn't play really well the last game, and neither did the, um, and neither did the, um, the receivers. And even Bree yeah. Hall has not been playing well the last couple of weeks. But now we got to – here is the thing. We're going into this game now against the Las Vegas Raiders. Here is my thing about going up against this Raiders team. You know, mm-hmm. the Raiders are a team this year that have been a very, very up-and-down team. Like, there have been some weeks when they've looked really good and some weeks when they've looked not that good. Obviously, just recently, a couple of weeks ago, they ended up firing their head coach and Josh McDaniels and their offensive coordinator. I forgot what their offensive coordinator's name was, but I knew the head coach was Josh McDaniels. But Josh McDaniels, the, yeah. thing is about, the thing is about the Raiders is, you know, the Raiders, despite the fact that they've been an up-and-down team, they do have some good offensive talent. Now, it starts, obviously, with their quarterback. I mean, Aiden O'Connell is a, is a rookie quarterback, and I think Aiden O'Connell will be going into a very, very tough matchup with our defense because our defense, you know, has been absolute lights out. There's a guy who, mm-hmm. I, who, I, who I at my job who's a Raiders fan. He literally came up to me and he told me, Steve, I am so scared to play against that Jets defense. Because that jet yeah. defense that you have, oh my god, that defense is phenomenal. He 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 came yeah. up and told me about that. Now yeah. but now, Aiden O'Connell does have some offensive playmakers. Obviously, Joe, mm-hmm. you spoke about Devontae Adams, you know, obviously. Yeah. Even though Devontae Adams this year hasn't really had a big breakout this year, obviously, and and obviously he's been frustrated with being with being with the Raiders recently. Um but they also have a good running back in Josh Jacobs. You know, Josh Jacob Jacobs. Yes. Yeah. We got to watch out for. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. mentioned him. Also, another guy you didn't mention, Joe Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro mm-hmm. is another player we got to watch out for. But on that Raiders defense, there is that one guy we do have to watch out for. Code name Max Crosby, because yes. Max Crosby is coming off of one of his best games. Against the Giants, where he got to the Giants' quarterback, whether it was Daniel Jones last week or or Davidio, he got him. I think it was like almost seven times he got to him. Let me tell you, if the Jets' offensive line does not block Max Crosby, oh, we're going to be in for a long day. We are going yeah. to be in for a long day. So yes, and we are. Listen,
1: the other players
8: right away, Joe. and I'll get back to you. Go ahead. Quickly. One player have to ahead. watch out for in the Raiders secondary. Mm-hmm. Marcus Peters, you didn't. You got to yeah. remember about Marcus Peters because he is a he mm-hmm. is a great corner, and and and, and yeah. I know he's good to Garrett Wilson. So, Joe, I'll let you talk. Go ahead.
6: Yeah, listen,
1: you 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 brought some fire there, Steve. I just need your score prediction, man. Who do you think going to win? Who do you think going to lose? How do you think it ends up?
8: You know something, Joe. I think with everything of how this is going to go, because the Raiders' offense overall is 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 a is a mid-average offense and especially if, Mm -hmm. if let's say, if the Raiders' defense plays, like how they get it against the Giants, Joe, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but I believe we will go into Vegas and get out of Vegas Mm -hmm. with a win. I'm going to give us 17-10 Jets.
1: 17-10 Jets? All right. (laughs) Listen, Steve, thanks for calling in, man. Steve is bringing the heat, bruh. But we gotta get to the, we gotta keep getting to these lines. We'll get right back in a second. But I gotta talk to Tommy, Tommy Thomason, co- coming in with a big, 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 big,
5: donation. <laughs> I'm talking Tommy Thompson coming in with a big, 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 big
1: donation. <laughs> Tommy says, Joe, when there's time, would you shout out, "Happy birthday, United States Marine Corps"? Yeah. Those of you that do not know, I am a veteran. I'm a Navy guy. Got a lot of Marine friends. Oh, what is it? Uh, simplify. All right, simplify. Salutes and respect to everyone. Okay, in the Marine Corps. Happy birthday to the Marine Corps. I didn't know it was today was their birthday. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of Marine friends too. So simplify. All right, we're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Salutes again to Tommy Thompson. Thank you so much, Tommy Thompson for the donation. I appreciate you. Now we got to get back to these lines, and we got to go to Jack. Mac will come to you next. We got to talk to Jack, all right, because Jack is going to tell us what's going to happen on the Raiders side. It's a big Raiders fan. So we're getting to Jack. Jack Kenner, we're coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, Jack, Jack's a savage. (laughs) Jack salutes, okay? I I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, we've been having discussions tonight. We got the Raiders, you know, coming up. It's on the Jets' schedule. We're going to be playing each other Sunday night. Okay, the lights are going to be bright. I want to start at the top, though, all right? You guys got rid of Josh McDaniels, and uh, it seems like y'all trying to turn y'all season around over there. A lot of swagger. I'm seeing guys uh, smoking cigars in the locker room give me your give me your thoughts on what you're seeing out of the players and what you're seeing from the franchise now that you folks have
4: moved on from mcdaniels yeah l b j it is like Christmas in Raider Nation I mean it needed to be done i mean the the whole nation is so happy and excited, and even you can just see it with the The nation sees it, but, boy, you can see it with, like you said, smoking cigars in a locker room. They put up, you know, corn holes. They put up a basketball thing to shoot at in there. They actually Mm -hmm. are now allowed to have, you know, they can dance. They used to do this before we got there. They would do, like, a dance before practice, and now it's been brought Mm -hmm. back. And there's no more Devontae Adams, even though he only got 34 yards last game, you know, complaining and being upset, you know, just saying, hey, we're not doing things the right way. And mm-hmm. it, it just it's, – it's a, it's a big juice. It's a jump. Um, and mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce is kind of like, you know, if we go back in time with Rich Basaccia, he was mm-hmm. the same type of coach. He's a motivator of men, and that's what Antonio Pierce is. So, I know Mark's probably having some regrets regrets doing, you know, hiring McDaniels over Passaccia. Yeah. Pierce is kind of the same type of, you know, type of coach. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be like on Bo Hargraves this week, you know, that he was the quarterback coach, and now he's taken off as the offensive coordinator. And the difference is, and this is why we had these conversations about Carr, you know, quite a bit. Yes. Is Josh McDaniels to say, hey, run the play where he is letting the players tell him, hey, what is working? What do you want to run? And he incorporates that into his scheme, which is why I think that was the first time, you know, we scored over 20 points in a season against Mm. the Giants. You know, Mm -hmm. before then, and uh, Genius is, like, you know, supposed to be this great offensive coordinator, and we can't get 20 points a game with this type of weapons that we have. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's uh, rejuvenated, you know, uh, players. It's a rejuvenated fan base. And it's going to be fun, you know, watch your amazing Jets defense, you know, and see what they do. And and I can say from the offensive side what is different, Mm -hmm. when Jimmy G was in there, he can't throw a deep ball. So everybody's stacking the box with eight guys. Mm -hmm. So you can't, with eight guys in the box, well, then Josh Jacobs is not going to get off. And so with what I see from the rookie already from the two games that he played is, like, well, now you can't keep eight guys in the box. So that stretches, mm-hmm. you know, things out for Josh Jacobs to get better running attempts, which every game he's been under the rookie has is, is been better than anything that Jimmy G's done the whole season. And mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how – you know, the, is are we going to see the same quarterback? You know, like in this first game where he fumbled the ball three times because you guys got an yeah. amazing defense. I mean, just absolutely yeah. unbelievable now, defense.
0: Yeah. Or now, it's now,
4: now. Be like Let
1: me, let me, let me, let me cut. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't know if you on a on a headset. Jack it just sound a little bit muffled. If you could correct that, maybe come off the headset because I really want to be able to hear you. I can hear you, but it sounds a little muffled
6: on your end. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, I'm,
4: a, I'm on a cell phone. Oh, okay,
1: okay. If you're just on the cell phone, that's just probably. But as as we're having the discussion and we're talking about uh, O'Connell, right, this rookie kid, and he's been able to do some things, how concerned are you about this Jets pass rush, right? Because oh, we don't have to, like, we don't have to send blitzes to get pressure, right? We've got Quentin Williams. we got Huff. We've got Jermaine Johnson. We'll see what's going on with Will McDonald if he plays, If you know, if he doesn't. Then, again, we can bring Carl Lawson, John Franklin Myers. we got so many guys that can get after you. What do you think the Raiders are going to do to try to slow down
4: our pass rush? Are you guys going to look to get some screen game going? Are you going to go quick? I mean, what are you going to do? Boy, it's, it's going to be an interesting call because, again, this is Bo Hargrave's only second game, and it's going to be Aiden O'Connell's third game. So it's going to be interesting to see what they try to do to try to stop your your defense is the number one defense in my mind in the entire NFL. So mm. that's, what's going to make this a lot of fun is because there's a lot of unknowns. It's getting, mm. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't have any expectations for, you know, what, mm. what this team is, but it's going to be interesting. You know, it's like if they can play mm. like they did against the Giants, and just open it up, you know, just get some, some lanes going, it'll it'll be interesting. I do see it like what everyone else does. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah. But, you know, it's okay. got to be a lot of chips. It's got to be a lot of chips, and you've got to get a lot of, you know, let it be from the running backs or bring mm-hmm. in an in extra tight end. But, yeah, you're going to have to do that against your Jets team because you guys are stout on the defense. That's for sure. Yeah. Now, my
1: final question before I let you go, our offense is struggling right now. They're struggling. We're trying to find a spark here. And, you know, the Raiders, we talk about our pass rush. I mean, you guys are bringing, you know, Max Crosby. He's going to be in the building. I'm very concerned about him. Is he a guy that you think could absolutely make the day just rough for the New York Jets offensively? And what do you think you guys are going to do with him? Do you guys move him around the line, like from right to left? Does he stand up sometime? What are some of the things that you see them, you could see them utilizing, Max Crosby, as far as like his versatility, He'd rather be standing up or you know rushing from his hand in the dirt.
4: Yeah, Max Crosby is an unbelievable player. I mean, he, you know, I, I pose this question in some Raider chats, and, and I'm like in between, like, who's better, Khalil Mack or Max Crosby mm. right now? Uh, mm. Max Crosby played every snap against the Giants, if I if I recall correctly and he had three sacks, and he's like the number one defensive end stopping the run, and yes, Joe, they do bring him all over the place. They'll, they'll move him around. Mm. They'll stunt him, and the, the kid that you got to start looking out for, which he has been a non-factor up until like the last couple of weeks is Tyree Wilson, who mm. was the, the number seven pick in the draft. Uh, he had that foot injury, and he just looked – he didn't look good. And I think now he's far, starting to becoming healthy, and he is starting to, to turn it on. He actually had, like, one of the – I think the highest PFF grade, in like, the last – or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, and I, I feel like it's going to be the same thing that the Jets are going to do to the Raiders with pressure. I would see the Raiders doing mm-hmm. the same thing with the Jets. And Mm -hmm. so I see it's going to come down to a lot of the field position between the two teams and kicking Mm -hmm. field goals. Yeah. I mean,
1: hopefully the Jets' offense will be able to pick it up because I don't want to – look, whatever it takes to get a win, I'll take it. But I need to see us start finishing and scoring points, okay? I need to see the Jets finish in the red zone and get it done. And I know that Crosby is going to get moved around because he – dude, he is a weapon. And he's been good out there for a long time. Like I tell people, I'm on the West Coast. I watch the Raiders, okay? That football team has some pieces on it, and he's one of the bigger pieces, especially defensively, that will wreck your game. But I think that what the Jets will be able to do is run the football a bit more effectively because you guys do struggle to kind of
4: stop the run, correct? Well, that was by the, the stats, yes, the, the rankings are not that great. But mm-hmm. a lot of that is not the last two or three weeks. So that was a lot from Mm -hmm. the very beginning, just being absolutely trash. And the Raiders' Mm -hmm. defense has actually been playing, you know, extremely well lately. So,
6: and in a way Mm -hmm. of
4: creating turnovers and doing those type of things, you know, statistically wise, they've been improving every week, and it's been just god-awful in the beginning. So Patrick Graham really improved that defense. So. It'll be interesting to see. It's going to be a whole different ball of wax, you know, for the the Raiders.
6: Mm-hmm. And it'll
4: be interesting to see what happens on offense. But I will say this, don't underestimate the the Raiders' defense because the last few weeks, yeah. just, if you've been watching the games, then you've been seeing it. But yeah. just go look at the stats. It's Not mm-hmm. a lot of teams have been putting up a lot of points against them.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all just smacked the Giants. Y'all just destroyed them like they was nothing.
4: Before I let you go, Jack, Give yes,
1: me a score sir. prediction, man. Jets, Raiders, Sunday night. All right. I'll give you mine you be right. yours. So oh, of course I, well, you know. I, give, I give mine at the end of the show. Everybody knows oh, you that. I don't run the okay. from the score. I give it at the end of the show. But I want to hear you. I want to hear your score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up?
4: All right. So this is my score prediction. I'm gonna I, of course I'm going with my Raiders. I'm going mm. twenty. I'm going twenty seventeen. <clears throat> I think it's going to be 20? a very low scoring game. Okay, twenty seventeen. Right. So I think it's going to be a game of field goals. In all honesty. Okay.
1: Okay. Jack takes the Raiders twenty to seventeen. Whoa! <laughs> Come on, nope, Joe. nope, nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Listen, Jack. It was phenomenal to speak to you. I always enjoy having a you know having a chat. I'll see you, you know, we'll see what happens Sunday. Next time I have a show, Jack, I want to hear from you, man. You always got great takes.
4: All right, Joe. It's good Good to talk with you, good to talk with the, the New York Jet fans in the chat. And we'll see you guys on Sunday. Absolutely. Salutes. We're going to
1: keep moving. 515-602-9639. I'm telling you, we got, listen, I got callers and listeners from all over the place, different fan bases, all that. Wherever you want to call in, you want to talk about the Jets, you want to talk to your boy, I want to have that discussion, Okay even if you want to pick the Raiders. It's all good. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to find our way. We're going to keep on going on with these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515 602 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, we're going to Mac. Mac will come in directly to you. 609 will come to you next, but we got to get to Mac, all right? Max, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in. We've been we've been having this discussion, man. Jets, Raiders coming up Sunday night. Give me your thoughts on what you're seeing, man, from the Jets' offense. How concerned are you about them not
5: being able to step up and and put something together against the Raiders, man? Hey Joe, uh, switch to you as well, uh, Marine. Marine. Um, hey Joe. Uh, you're breaking, so much, kind of bad, so
1: you're breaking up kind of bad, Mac. Uh, you're breaking up kind of bad. Okay, you're good. Uh, go, go ahead.
5: I'll, I'll call back. Uh,
6: okay,
1: go ahead, go ahead and call back, Mac, and we'll get you back on. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 Next! We're going to go to Mike. Man, we're going to Mike from Tom's River. I know he's going to give us some takes. For those of you that do not know, listen, Mike... <laughs> Mike is a savage. Savage! Mike salutes. Listen, Mike, we've been talking, all right? Jets, Raiders, we got that coming up. We're coming off of an awful loss to the Chargers. Give me your thoughts on what you've seen, man. What are your thoughts about this Jets offense? Do you think they'll be able to put it together and kind of get on some
6: type of, you know, some type of role against these Raiders? Um, they should. I think Paul Hackey has to change things up. I think uh, the, the play calling they're doing has been atrocious. You know, like, like I said yeah. to you last week, um, they're, they're, they're playing the, 12, the 12, 12-man offense, and it's predictable what they're doing. Spread the ball, spread the wide receivers out and run the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah. he won't do it. Or do play action off it. Do something off it. Make a jump. Yeah, I'm, I'm a- he, he, he I'm hoping, oh,
1: sorry. You know, No, Mike, like you said, I'm hoping that we do something. I think a lot of people, and I want to get your thoughts on this too, but there's a lot a lot of blame to be shared, but I think a lot of people aren't necessarily just looking at the play calling either being a factor, and it is. I don't think enough people are looking at that. Like you said as well, our play calling has become very predictable, and it seems like they, they've kind of turned away from – Zach's strong point I feel like where's the play actions where's the where's the rollout stuff like where's that especially with an offensive line that has been struggling right exactly like where's the where's the the movement so that he's not sitting there stagnant in the pocket and allowing guys like Bosa or Mac or you know whoever to just barrel down on him and you know you know smack him around but I want to get your thoughts on this man Zach Wilson has really become like the uh (laughs) Like the, you know, the guy that people are just beating up on. A lot of Jets fans want to see him benched. A lot of Jets fans, you know, want him gone. What are your thoughts on, uh, you know, him at this point? And do you think that we'll see Sulla bench him uh, this upcoming game against the Raiders if he, you know, is struggling a bit?
6: I, I don't think so. It's not all his fault. The offensive line has been hurt. Uh, they never should have put Turner at right tackle. Like Turnstile, they never should have put him there. Um, they can pu- push in the guards. Um, I mean he, he had a couple bad plays like the one where he where he could have ran it for the first down and pitched up to Carter instead. hmm That that was bad. Um but yeah. there were so many turnovers, Lazard dropping the ball so many times, all around. You can't just blame it all on him, you know. Mm-hmm. No. And they gotta open and up he even- and he has to open up the playbook though. They gotta open up the playbook. Mm-hmm. Throw the ball deep a couple of times, you know, keep the the defense guessing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And now
1: and now that Billy Turner is out this week, we'll see Max Mitchell slide back over to that right tackle spot. There's going to be an opening there guard. I'm thinking either Chris Glazer or Newman is going to be there. Do you have any confidence mm. that the Jets offensive line will be able to protect Zach Wilson this upcoming week against the Raiders? Um,
6: I think I think they got to do like a lot of more like like three-step drops and just pass it, you know. Get rid of the ball, you know. Yeah, open it up. Yeah. Know? And, and yeah. that'll open get, up get the, the game. You know? Yeah, exactly. get it out
1: of his hands quickly. Yeah. That's a that's that's a good good analysis there. Now, as we go over to the defensive side of the ball, we know the defense has been playing very well, but they're going to be facing up against a big weapon in Devontae Adams. How concerned are you about him? You know, potentially going off?
6: Uh, I'm not concerned at all, really. Uh, defense is solid. I mean, the thing is, the Jets are wasting this defense. This defense is. Super Bowl caliber, and they're wasting it. I think Devontae I mean, the Adams is too distruggled.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, he's going to be up against Sauce or Reed. Uh, again, we'll see if Sauce tracks him. I know that that's not something normally that uh, Allbridge or Seller kind of do in this defense, but, you know, with a weapon like him, I can see that being done. But either way, uh, even if you say stuff with D.J. Reed, I think D.J. Reed will be able to adequately do the job. Now, my final question uh, before I let you go, Mike. I'm concerned about this team and their penalties. Right? We saw what nine against the Giants, eight against the Chargers. Do you think that that's mm-hmm. something that could be could rear its ugly head against the Raiders? How concerned
6: are you about that? Ooh, why? Well, just we start out slow. Once the again, they got to fix that. In the beginning of the oh, year, yeah. we had in the beginning of the year we had the, like the third least penalties in the NFL. In the last last couple of games, mm-hmm. we started doing it. I think it's just they got to refocus. You know, it's like, you know, everyone has to step up and, and man up. It's not all on the coaches, you know. But I mean, the players mm-hmm. played play, but I mean, you got to. Mm, I think I think we'll be okay. I think we'll win this game.
1: Okay, okay.
6: Now before I let you go, Mike, give me your final score prediction.
1: Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? Jets Raiders Sunday night. The lights are going to be bright.
6: Um, I'm going to say twenty to ten Jets. Ooh, twenty to ten, Jets. All right.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Listen, Mike. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear
6: from you, man. You're bringing hot takes from Tom's River. I I respect it. Thank you, Joe. Have, have a uh, great weekend, and hope, let's go, Jets.
1: Same to you. You have a good one.
6: Go, Jets. You already know what time it is with me. <laughs>
1: We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Next, we're going to Julio. We're going directly to Julio. For those of you that do not know, Julio, he's a savage. Julio salutes. I want to thank you for calling. In. Listen, Julio, we've been having a night, okay? A lot of Jets fans that want Zach Wilson up out of here. (laughs) The offense (laughs) stunk against the Chargers. The play calling is horrific. He can't run the ball. al Lazard is dropping everything coming his way. Garrett Wilson even fumbled, man. What are your thoughts about this Jets offense right now and just how bad they're playing?
2: Look, we've been suffering with this offensive line for a long time now.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes and, yes,
2: and I You're tell you what—I feel bad for Zach because everybody blaming Zach, 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 Zach. Did they forget? Aaron Rodgers went on the shelf because of the offensive line. Mm. Did they forget oh, that yeah. Zach was running for his oh. life? He's running oh. for his life, and then they were thinking of bringing a Kirk Cousin and and Tom Brady. Come <laughs> on, they would have been—they would have been, been on the shelf too. Come on! <laughs> this offensive line is completely disaster. Yeah, you can't win like that. <laughs> and I feel bad for Paulette because he's trying to do good. And that, that this year, I feel like he's doing better than he did last
0: year. Mm. Okay. Okay. Listen, off, I, you I, know I, we I,
2: don't have more offensive line.
1: How yeah, can we look, win listen. if you
2: don't have more offensive
1: line? <laughs> listen, Leo, and I, I've. Again, I'm not a Zach Wilson, uh, you know, supporter to the death. Believe me, when he stunk, especially last season, baby, I could not wait to do a show to tell y'all that Zach Wilson sucked. It it was, I, <laughs> I was doing shows directly as soon as I could, as as fast as I could. <laughs> I would get on this mic and talk about how bad Zach Wilson was. But it's tough. To blame everything, the offensive struggles that we're seeing, it's tough to blame it on Zach Wilson and Zach Wilson, Wilson. solely, when everything think, else is just so bad. You talked about the line, Al-Azard, all that stuff, man. Go ahead. Yeah, keep going. did you think, I
2: don't know if you've seen it, but he did this three times. Is it Dwayne Brown? He just standing uh, about to do it with him and chase him down. <laughs>
1: down. It was, yeah, Billy Turner. Probably Billy Turner from the last game. Yeah, Billy, Billy Turner. Turner, was <laughs> he stunk. <laughs> he stunk. Come on. Oh, he was bad. He was bad. I mean, I, bad. I, that,
2: I, I couldn't believe it. We deserved to lose that game the way they were chasing him down. The defense trying their best to win.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, I it mean, could, it couldn't. Yeah, it was mind blowing. Now, as we look at this upcoming game against the Raiders, right? We're going to be on there Sunday night. Do you think the Jets' offense will be able to turn it around, man? Do you think the Jets' offense will be able to step up, step out, and be able to put up some points against this Raiders' defense? I'm going to be honest, it's going to be a miracle, but mm.
2: I think this defense is going to step up even more. It's the most challenging. Okay. Now somebody got to help Sauce because now, you know, they're going to try to put Devontae Adams
1: right mm-hmm. on
2: Sauce Gardner.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think Sauce, I think Sauce welcomes that, that challenge. Again, Soft is oh, yeah. regarded as one of the top corners. Uh, you know, many of us believe that he is the best corner in the league, which, you know, a lot of people just say, Well, Joe, you're a Jets fan. But there's a lot of other people that think he's, you know, up there as well. Um, so I think he welcomes yeah. that challenge. And I don't think that, you know, he'll struggle as much as people think against Devontae Adams. No, and Devontae's great. Uh yeah, but Soft Soft is gonna be phenomenal. And even if Soft isn't matched up with him, I really think that DJ Reed is extremely talented as well. He's one of the better corners yeah. in the league too. And I think that he'll do a good job. But I am concerned about Devontae Adams for sure. Another thing that concerns me as well on their offense is Josh Jacobs. You know, we've been talking about him a little bit tonight. Uh, He's a running back that, you know, they go to, they can hand the ball off, he can run, but he can also come out the backfield and catch the ball. How concerned are you about him in the passing game against this Jets defense? No, not
2: that much concerned. Okay. Not that much.
1: I feel like this defense,
2: you know, mostly always – kind of in charge of that kind of game like if they throw to the mm-hmm. running back a lot more so he's always there that's mm-hmm. the one thing
1: okay then okay. A- how can cons- well you how concerned man. are you quincy. yeah i mean quincy who
2: yeah. you gotta yeah. think about him too he's yeah. been stepping up big time
1: Hmm. no listen quincy's been phenomenal quincy's been phenomenal cj's been playing very good this year too um, our pass rush, again, Quentin Williams has been good, even though people are mm-hmm. starting to talk about his sack numbers and the lack of sacks and trying to, you know, hit him for that. It's like, come on, man. This this, this defense has been phenomenal. But one of Yeah, things I'm they all been playing
2: Julio, life out.
1: They've yes, been they playing
2: have. life out. Dave Johnson.
1: And let me yep. tell you, I'm hoping, I'm hoping
2: that mm-hmm. the Jets sign
1: Huff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. They definitely need to get that done. They need to get that no, done. And I know move. that they're – I move think move. at one point they were saying that there wasn't – they hadn't contacted him yet about some contract stuff. I'm hoping that they get that done ASAP because the more that the yeah. season continues to go on and, the long, you know, the more that he's able to go out there and get pressures and make plays, brother, I'm telling all of y'all, y'all think that Huff is coming cheap. He is not. No, Edge he is not. get paid. Like get paid, you know, what I'm crazy? you don't even have to be a great edge rusher. I'll get right back to you in a second. You don't even have to be a great edge rusher in this league to get paid quite a bit of money. Every year in free agency, there's always a guy that was just tagged as an edge rusher, right? Early in his career. We used to talk about it. I remember Vic Beasley was one of those guys. There was, a, there was a couple other guys as well. They would always be, you know, kind of lingering around at the end of free agency and then those guys would get signed to ten million a year contracts, twelve million a year contract, one year twelve million, two year you know uh, eighteen million dollar contracts and stuff like that. Even guys later on in their years getting paid big money because they can get around and they they can rush the passer. So exactly. I'm telling you, uh, who's in his prime? He's one of the top. I think he has like he's rated as like the top pressure. He has a top pressure rate or something in the league. He mm-hmm. is. That number is going north, okay? And you're going and, to be paying. We could be talking do. about Huff making it in the teens, for real. Yeah. Like, for real. And His they need to lock them in. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they do. They need to, they lock, need him to lock them in.
2: Because, you know, if what I'm hearing is true this offseason, that they want to get Devontae Adams on a trade in the offseason, well, lock this
1: guy because we need this guy. Yeah. Listen, I know that there's a lot of talk about Devontae Adams and Trey's. I know that there was talks about that, that Joe Douglas did his due diligence. I don't know if that's still – again, we'll see, because a lot of things have been shaken up over there with the Raiders. But draft capital for us is paramount. We're talking about this offensive line now. I don't know how y'all think we're going to fix it without draft capital. I don't know how y'all think we're going to fix that. And, again, there's things moving and shaking along this line. Y'all talking about paying Huff. He's one of the guys we need to pay. We also need to pay yeah. Makai Beckman too. We Need to pay Makai Beckman as well. Makai Beckman is literally the only guy that's playing good on our line currently. He's the only guy. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, I don't know, I'm you still, know, I'm and uh, left tackle. I'm still big on Pittman though. Yeah, I mean, Tip. No, Tip is playing solid, but Makai Beckman far and away is playing better than everybody else. Tipman is playing solid. He def- again, at guard, he was, he was, he was, he was, you know, decent. He was, he held the fort for us. He was playing really well. Center, you know, he's doing his thing. He's You know, he's a rookie. He's playing solidly. Yeah. But Makai Beckton, light.
2: he playing light his,
1: his head and shoulders playing better than ever. Makai Beckton is playing some of the best left tackle in all of the league. He's one of the best left tackles yeah. currently in the league. Like I told y'all he would be, again. So, uh, yep. better get ready to pay him, too. Franchise him if you want to. You better work work out a long-term deal with him, too. There's going to be some issues. Yeah. So, and he will Julio. come out for cheap. He will yeah. come out for he's, cheap. He's not cheap, either. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You already know. Listen, Julio, it's been a phenomenal call. Give me your final score prediction, Jets, Raiders. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? I think it's going to be
2: 24-21 Jets.
1: 24-21 Jets, Julio. <laughs> Listen, Julio, this was a phenomenal call. The next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, gotcha. You are you have a good one. Listen, Julio calling in with some takes, man? Julio calling in some takes. Salutes to my guy G V H in the chat. All right. Savage. He says, Joe, you ain't going too far from Vegas. Oh, you ain't too far from Vegas. You going to the game? No, I'm not. I wish I could, but no. So no, I'm not I'm not going to the game. Uh but you know, we gonna you know, we gonna figure it out. All right. But no, I'm not going to the game. I still gotta figure out how I'm gonna get into a game this year. We'll see. But I'm not going to that game. I wish I was. Listen, this has been a great show, man. I'm talking phenomenal. Excuse me. A lot of takes flying. Let me give my final score prediction here. I'm looking at it, man. I think the Jets offense is going to step out and do some things. I'm just feeling something that they're going to be able to put some things together. Okay. I think they're going to be able to come out and run the ball against the Raiders. Brees Hall, I think, has a solid game. Um, I think he's going to be able to come out and do some things in the passing game as well. And I think Zach Wilson is going to play a bit better because I think the offensive line is going to be a bit better as well. Um, I don't think Crosby is going to have uh, – I don't think he's going to absolutely destroy us. Um, I'm hoping and I feel that Nathaniel Hackett is going to have a game plan to, you know, really compartmentalize him and not (laughs) allow him to just go wild, okay? Because he can go wild, but if we can contain him uh, and get him, you know, block, chip him, stuff like that, that's going to be big for us, and I think that they'll have a game plan to do just that. Um, I think the Jets' defense is going to be lights out, though. Um, I think they're just they're going to maul O'Connell. They're going to get all over him, and I think Devontae Adams is going to have a really tough time. I'm also concerned about uh, their tight end as well, uh, Mayor, a um, little bit worried about him, um, but I think that uh, I think that I think the Jets defense is going to going to put in work, man. And I think we'll get some turnovers in this game as well, some strip sacks uh, from O'Connell, and maybe an interception or two. So with that, I think the Jets offense is going to do just enough in this game. I think it's going to be low scoring. I am taking the Jets to beat the Raiders in Vegas Sunday night with the lights super bright. 17 to 7 17 to 7 i'm taking the (laughs) jets listen folks it's phenomenal to speak to y'all you know what i'm saying we're going to go ahead and close out the show here i have a blast listen i'm the man of the people i'm here for the people let me shamelessly promote my facebook page everyone on facebook search the long beach joe show like that page my content's up there go ahead and give it a listen Message me, I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe show. Also, all right, you can go over to Twitter because your boy is on Twitter. All right? Go ahead and follow me, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Personal page is YoungJay000. At the Long Beach Joe is the show's page. Go ahead, Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, okay? At all times. He's going to come back at some point, and we're going to get it together. All right? We're going to get it together. Vera Tucker, this offensive line needs you like no tomorrow, okay? Like no tomorrow, we're going to get it together. Before I close it out, though, we're going to take a final call. I think this is Mac, man. Before I close it out, Mac, we're coming back to you quickly. All right, Mac, quickly, give me your thoughts. Jets, Raiders, offense, give me your thoughts about what what
5: you think they're going to be able to do,
1: and do you think the defense will be able to keep Devontae Adams under
6: wraps? Quickly.
5: Joe, we got no shot unless the defense wins this game. Our offense okay. is a complete disaster starting at the top. Now, Sala is completely gutless, scared coach, will not play to win, tries to play not to lose. Hackett, the guy's only here because of Rodgers. He was never going to call any plays. Rodgers was going to do it. Now that he has to call plays, you see what we got. The offensive line, me, oh, there's no way our offensive line could be as damaged and beat up as last year. You know, that, that that's how it goes, man. Our receivers, again, Rogers brings two more guys that are giving us very little or nothing. So, uh, I'm completely discouraged. Yeah, Zach's not playing mm-hmm. well, but let's throw the ball down the field, Joe. Let's loosen it up, okay. Reese. And what the hell, throw it downfield, man. You know, what? what what's okay. the worst thing that's going to happen? It's not happening now. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, give me your score prediction, man. Uh, I'm betting I'm betting we're going to score one more field goal than last week, Joe. I'm going to go 17-9 Raiders. Ooh, 17-9 Raiders.
1: Whoa. Listen, <laughs> well, Mac, thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? Man. Ooh. <laughs> Mac took the Raiders quickly and got up out of here. I hear the frustration. I understand. Continue to close out the show here. All right, for those of you. Uh, that may not know going over to YouTube. I'm on YouTube as well. All right, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right, subscribe to the channel on there Give the video a thumbs up. All right, also when you subscribe hit that notification bell So when I post content, you'll be in the know and if you don't troll me get in those comments And I will troll you right back on there as well And as always when you see me in person because you will see me in person It is arms out chest open free hugs for everyone free hugs for everyone The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for taking the time out of your day to join your boy, to talk to your boy, to interact with me any way that you do. Those of you in the chat, all the savages, if you're listening, no matter where you're listening to me from, I appreciate you. Without you folks, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to interact with your boy any way that you do, all right? So until the next show, you folks have a good one. Peace. (laughs) Peace.